Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 153 how to diversify your website portfolio and survive. So I wanted to go through this topic today because I think there's a number of you out there who either have a website portfolio or you want a website portfolio, and that's kind of what you're working towards. The key thing is, why would you want a website portfolio in the first place? Well, part of that is what we're going to discuss today, and part of that is actually diversification. So rather than sticking with one website for your business, you can have multiple websites within your business. And the beauty of that is by diversifying and having multiple websites, you're protecting yourself if something happens to one of those websites. And what do we mean by something happening? Well, you know, it could be anything. It could be Google does an algorithm update and it affects that particular website and the monetization that you're working with on that website. You know, it could be that, I don't know, you get hit with a lawsuit, you know, it might be a trademark infringement or something like that. And you have to, you know, change something like you might even have to change your domain name because it, it, um, you know, it conflicts with a um, a trademark name or a um, another company's name. You know, I mean that this stuff does actually happen. So the key thing about this is being able to diversify. And as I said, the one of the main ways to do that is to actually have multiple websites. And so this is why there's a few people out there that are trying to build up portfolios. You know, they have these portfolios of say one, two, three, or five or even 10 websites within that. And they're all, they should all be diversified, you know, and they should all be different because that's the best way to protect that portfolio. So I'm going to go through five ways that you can diversify your website portfolio. And these are all different. So, you know, some might suit you, some might not, but you should be able to pick and choose two or three of them. And hopefully that'll help you when you're setting up or when you're buying new websites to add to your portfolio. You can consider these options and say, well, actually, this is how I, you know, how I'm going to diversify. This suits me choosing this method. Okay, so let's get into it. So the first one is to basically explore different website business models. What I'm, I mean by that? Well, I want you to look at what your, if you're starting off with a single website, what that actually does. So is it an e-commerce site? Is it a content-based website? Um, is it software as a service, like an online marketplace, or even like a membership-based website? So these are all different business models. And what you want to do is you want to go, right, well, if, I'm, if I've got an e-commerce site, you know, what are the things that could be a threat to that e-commerce site? Well, it could be competition coming in, um, you know, product changes. So your product might be trendy now and then it gets, um, you know, it loses its, its popularity because of a number of factors, you know, it could be a new invention comes out, which makes it sort of obsolete or, or whatever. So if you've got an e-commerce site, 
you might want to go, well, okay, I want to diversify by having a content website as well. So if my e-commerce site sees a bit of a drop, I can rely on my content site. So you want to look at those business models and work out which ones are going to suit you because, you know, they're all very different and you might not want to have one of each type in your portfolio. You might prefer to do e-commerce site and content sites because a lot of e-commerce sites actually rely on the content they put in them to bring traffic to their site. So they are similar in that respect. You know, a blogging site and an e-commerce site, um, they'll all be monetized somehow. It's just e-commerce site generally is selling a product. So what you might like to do is instead of buying, say, or building five different websites of all different business models, you might like to buy or build two e-commerce sites and two content-based websites. And that's your diversification within the business model side of it. Okay, so that's that's it's, it's sort of in a nutshell in terms of business models. The second one is targeting different industries or niches. Okay, so what we're meaning here is looking at different industries of what so for example it could be you've got two e-commerce sites but one of them sells um, garden equipment and one of them sells pet products because they're quite different and so in winter garden equipment generally you'd see a trend going down like you don't you wouldn't sell as much in an e-commerce store for garden equipment in winter because people aren't out in their gardens so your pet website would probably be pretty even throughout the year. So that would boost your sales and your um, your revenue or stabilize your revenue during that winter down period where your uh, home, um, home garden website is taking a bit of a dip. So that's one way to look at it. And you need to think about these industries and niches and what is their trend line? You know, do they have a peak period is it over summer? Is it over winter? So have a look at that and think about things like technology, you know, health, finance, lifestyle, education. These are all different industries that you could grab a, a you know, a topic out of and build a content site around or build an e-commerce site around or even a membership-based site or, you know, marketplace. You know, there's all of those, these options you can sort of um, play around with and choose different parts of each to build in that diversity. The nice thing about choosing different industries is you're not going to be overexposed to any single market because markets can change and they can change quite quickly. So that's the nice thing about spreading your risk through different industries. Now, the third one is one that I see a fair bit of. I deal with a fair few American clients. Um, me, I'm based in New Zealand, so I'm not based in America, but I deal with a lot of um, American clients who have American-based websites. Um, and that's because that's something they're familiar with. But this one here, I'd like you all to think about because this is a really important one. And I see it as a quite a big opportunity because there's not a lot of people doing this. And it's geographic diversification. So think about expanding your website business portfolio geographically. So this is around targeting different regions countries or even languages and this is one why some of the people steer away from it is because if they're english speaking they don't want to do a website in another language 
there is a way of working with that, especially these days with software and translation and, and all the rest of it. You know, there's a lot more accessibility to different language freelancers who can write content for you in, in that native language. So if you're really keen to really diversify and get into a different country or a different language, then that is definitely an option for you. And it's a really untapped, um, you know, I guess part of diversification because it's a little bit harder. But sometimes when things are a bit harder is a good thing because that means less people are doing it. So if you can tap into a different country or a different language, you know, you might go in, um, you know, you might go and target uh, Spain, you know, set up a Spanish um, website around, I don't know, uh, a cooking blog or, uh, you know, um, an e-commerce site, but written in Spanish. And you're actually targeting keywords um, in Spanish. So, all of this stuff is is not completely untapped because obviously you've got you know people in Spain that are building portfolio um, of websites and things, but you know it's a lot less tapped market than the US. So have a think about that. You know the nice thing about diversification geographically is you can tap into different markets, you can tap into different customer preferences because different. Um, countries and different people, uh, nationalities like different things. Um, the other thing is you can also tap into different economic conditions. So when one country is going well, another country might not be and vice versa. And so if you've got geographical spread, again, you're diversifying and allowing for different economic conditions that may happen. Okay, so you need to bear in mind that keeping um, that this approach, you know, might require adapting your content, obviously, and some of your marketing strategies to cater for the needs of that target market. So there's a bit more work involved around it, but it's the real true um, definition of widespread diversification if you can do it geographically. Okay, number four is revenue source diversification. So revenue source diversification is about looking at your revenue sources for your website businesses and looking to have different monetization methods within your websites. So if you're relying solely on one revenue stream, such as advertising or affiliate marketing, it can be risky because obviously if market conditions change or competition intensifies, you can be left out in the cold. So, and you know, with a big revenue drop or something like that. So what you want to do is explore additional monetization methods. So like it could be that you've got an e-commerce site. You could look at, um, you know, maybe even selling some sponsored content for your site, uh, you know, sell a membership subscription to your e-commerce site where that member pays a monthly fee and they get a standard discount on all of your e-commerce, um, you know, products th uh, throughout, you know, the month that they're buying. You know, that's that's the sort of things you should think about. Um, you know, another one is advertising. You know, if you've got a site, that's got, you know, it's an e-commerce site and you're driving a good amount of traffic, you could put some ads, you know, run some um, Google AdSense or Ezoic um, ads on the site. Um, and that would just be another way to diversify your monetization. The key thing about monetization or revenue source diversification is you're going to probably have a scale of monetization. You're going to have one uh, method, which is your main method, of how a website is 
making you money. And then you'll probably have two or three other smaller methods. And normally that diversification is sort of set up around, say, 50, 60, 70% of the main method. And then your other ones are um, a lot smaller, around that 10 or 20% each. And the reason for that is you need to focus on one form of monetization to make that go really well. So if you've got an e-commerce store, you really want to be focusing on selling products. You don't want to be spending too much time on you know, messing around with your adverts and things like that on the site because it's taking you away from your main form of revenue. And so you need to also focus when you're doing this revenue source diversification, focus on the main ones, but also have these backup ones because they just take out the dips and the troughs in your revenue stream over the months. You know, they just help fill up those troughs where you might be having a down month on your e-commerce sales, but you're still selling some advertising and things like that. And so that just helps flatten that that um, that dip or that trough that you might see. Okay, and the fifth and final one is a little bit different from what these ones we've been talking about, but I think it's quite an important one because it allows you to diversify um, broader than you would be able to by yourself. So what I'm talking about is partnering with other businesses. So looking for other website businesses that you can partner up with and buy into. So rather than, say, for example, going and buying your own new e-commerce store to add to your portfolio, you could find someone who's kind of in the in a like-minded sort of industry or has some similarities or is, you know, um, in some similar sort of Facebook group to you, you know, if you're, if you're doing some of these Facebook groups with, um, you know, online sellers and buyers and, and business owners, you could team up with someone in there. The beauty of it is, you know, if you partner up with someone, you can basically double your portfolio because you're only paying half for what you're doing, you know, whether you're building or buying a website with this partner. You can do all the diversification methods we've talked about today with this business partner but you can do it on double the amount of sites because you've you're having the amount of input in terms of time or money that you're needing to set up these websites so you can actually get a, a um, portfolio that has 10 websites in it rather than five and they're all diversified so you've you've spread your diversification almost two times it because you've been able to do this with a partner Okay, and the good thing, obviously, about partnerships, I mean, there are pros and cons, you know, you need to get along with that partner, but they can support you and they can support the business when, say, for example, you're sick, you know, this us solo entrepreneurs, you know, if we get sick, there's no one um, sometimes around to help us out. So having a partner that just helps you diversify for lifestyle things as well. So it means that you can go away on holiday and your partner can keep, you know, track of the websites and the portfolio. And it just means that you're not going to see a dip because you're not involved in the portfolio for one or two weeks. You know, your partner can take up that slack and vice versa. When they want to go on holiday, you can also do the same. So it's being able to diversify that way as well. One of the key things, and this is a bit of a pro tip here, is 
once you've set up your diversification, you need to monitor and adjust it. You know, you need to regularly being assessing your websites and seeing what their, um, you know, what their performance is and look for areas of improvement and adjust your strategy accordingly. So you might have this diversification strategy set up in the beginning. You go through a year of purchasing or building websites and you end up at the end of the year with five websites. You go, oh, this is great. You know, they're all starting to bring in income. But the, the reason that there's no guarantees around diversification is because you can't eliminate all the risks. A diversification helps minimize those risks, but you still need to keep check on it. So don't ever believe that diversification is kind of setting up a hands-off portfolio. You really need to still do what you would do even if you owned one business and you own 10, you need to keep an eye on all of those as they call them, plates spinning. You need to keep all those plates spinning because as soon as you don't take the eye off one of them, that could fail and then you're dropping your diversification. So that's just a little tip around how to manage that once you've got it up and going. Okay, so in summary, these are five strategies for diversifying your portfolio of website businesses. So it's exploring different business models, targeting different industries, diversifying geographically, diversifying your revenue streams and considering considering those partnerships that you could potentially get into. So hopefully that's helped you if you're thinking about setting up a portfolio or you've got one that's set up but not very diversified. These will give you some tips about how you can go about diversifying your website. If you're looking for more content on, on building or buying um, or growing your website business, uh, have a look at our website, emilyandblair.com. We've got over 500 articles that are free for you to go and have a look at. And they cover a whole range of topics of, of businesses, business owners, um, health and lifestyle choices around business, um, finance, all the rest of it, growing your business, you name it, it's probably there. Uh, if you want some help with your business, feel free to log into our uh, free 30-minute call on our website. You can log in and set up a time to talk with me. Um, and that's a free 30-minute phone call. And we can talk about your business and how you can grow it, um, how you can start it, or even how you can sell it. All right, guys, that's all we've got time for in episode 153, how to diversify your website portfolio and survive. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.